This is a podcast from the Edinburgh Reporter, the online news website for the capital. Our written articles can be found on our website, www.theedinburghreporter.co.uk. Today we're speaking with Lorna Slater, who is the Green candidate for Edinburgh North and Leith in the general election 2017. There aren't many Green candidates around. No, the first past the post elections are not good ones for the Scottish Green Party. So we're keeping our powder dry and saving our resources for those elections where we have a much better chance of getting elected. And, and so why did you choose Edinburgh North and Leith um, as, as one of, I think there are only three, aren't there? Only three candidates in Scotland? That's correct. So our target constituency is Glasgow North in Glasgow, where we have Patrick Harvey standing. We're following a target to win strategy, much like what got Caroline Lucas elected in Brighton. So we didn't want to only stand in one constituency. We thought we would give people out with Glasgow the chance to vote green as well. So we chose one constituency in Edinburgh. Edinburgh North and Leith is one of the greenest parts of Edinburgh. And it's a great privilege to stand here. And where's the other one? Uh, it's in Falkirk. Oh, okay. And so what what are you uh, campaigning on? What are you? What's? Um, I would ask you what people are saying on the doors, but I understand you've had a short break, so I won't ask you that. Um, what are you going to be campaigning on when you get out around the doors? So we've got a pretty specific message for this election campaign. Edinburgh North and Leith, although it is a very green area, is not one where we actually expect to get elected. So our role in this election is to bring green ideas into the general dialogue and the two that we're very excited about at the moment are the universal basic income which is getting rid of our chaotic and cruel welfare system and making uh, benefit payments simple and universal so that people always have that safety net with no stigma about collecting benefits people can make the choice to work to study or to care so we'll be championing a universal basic income And the other one we're very excited about is transitioning away from fossil fuels. We've got a white paper which talks about the creation of 200,000 jobs in the green energy sector. And that's a project we're very excited about. Of course, I'm personally very interested in this because I work in renewable energy myself. And these are the two main topics we're going to be talking about in this election. So really, you're just hoping to uh, make sure that these are on the agenda, any hustings or uh, any discussion ahead of the election. Um, but what if uh, on uh, the the day after the election, you waken up and uh, you are indeed the MP for Edinburgh North and Leith? What, what would you propose to do to represent the people here? Well, I think, well, the first thing I would try and do is get the office next to Caroline Lucas. And I think the two of us together would make a lot of trouble in Westminster. I think she does excellent work down there. They say, what can a party hope to achieve with only one MP? You can show up. There are so many pictures of the Westminster Parliament with one MP standing up and speaking, and that MP is Caroline Lucas. And I would love to work with her. I would love to see Patrick Harvey working with her. Uh, We've got Molly Scott Cato standing in Bristol West. Imagine if, if Caroline Lucas can achieve so much with one MP, what could we achieve with a handful? It would be fantastic. It would indeed. More specifically than here, um, Edinburgh North and Leith, of course, uh, used to be the home of uh, a couple of uh, wave power companies. And then um, you know the UK government has, of course, um, taken away some of the um, subsidies for that, making it perhaps a little less... 
um, inviting. So what um, what are what are the Green Party's uh, policies on all of that? I think I know the answer, but I want you to tell me. So I work in marine renewable energy at the moment, currently with a tidal turbine company, because as you say, the wave energy companies where I used to work all lost our funding. Um, which was a very sad day for UK renewables and for Scotland because we have so much wave energy. But we have a lot of tidal energy too. The main problem we've got at the moment is that the Westminster government has changed the way they pay for tidal energy. And tidal energy is an emerging technology. It does work, but it is still in development. And the Westminster government is proposing to give us the same uh, costing to pay the same amount of money for the energy we generate as for much more sophisticated, much more mature industries such as offshore wind. And that presents a, a barrier to marine renewable energy that's very hard for us to overcome. And it means that we're struggling to get investment. We've been talking to investors from around the world, looking at our company with excellent technology, and they say, ah, oh, but your government doesn't support it. Westminster doesn't support this. It's a risk we can't invest. So this is where Westminster policies are directly damaging Scotland and Scotland's ability to generate the energy that we can base our economy on. And Lorna, forgive me, but you have an accent. So where are you from? I was born in Canada. And you're, uh, now, you've now been living here for how long? So I moved to the UK in 2000. I handed in my thesis and bought a one-way ticket to the UK because I'd heard Britain was short of engineers. And lo and behold, they are short of engineers. And so I've always been very lucky and had very exciting jobs over here. I used to work in automation, which was an exciting field. And then I moved into renewable energy about four years ago. So I've lived in Edinburgh since 2004 and in, in Edinburgh North and Leith Ward for the last seven or eight years. So uh, being an immigrant, if we can call you that, um, then you, you must have uh, some interest in uh, the UK government's immigration policies too. I absolutely do. As it happens, I'm a British citizen. I'm also a white English-speaking, well-educated, middle-class immigrant. To pretend that I have the same kind of barriers as all immigrants would be unfair. Uh, to pretend that. I have a great deal of privilege that other immigrants don't have. But absolutely, I believe in the free movement of people. To the core of my being, I believe in the free movement of people. People should be allowed to live with their families in the European country that they choose to make their home. And it is not the government's right to dictate who can live where. Great. Well, Lorna, it's been great speaking to you and uh, we wish you well in the upcoming election. Thank you so much.